bo yaban kolorun bi shongonjo laye koni buru fun baba ko lo dowo omo ohun lorun bomo den leri bebe ti koni baba ti baba lanse bomo de ba fe sise agba ojo ori re oni je bolorun o se ni ni baba a fi yanju se bi agba bojo ewure ba pe ani ko so un talapata le fohunse Hello and welcome to episode 38 of the Yoruba Proverbs podcast. I'm your host Bidemi Ologunle. Ekabosi abala ikeji din logoji eto owe Yoruba. Orukomi ni Bidemi Ologunle. On this episode, I'll be analyzing five Yoruba proverbs describing self-awareness, maturity, responsible behavior, and restraint. So according to Yoruba tradition, a young person quoting proverbs in the presence of adults must do so humbly and respectfully. Therefore, in line with tradition, I humbly crave the indulgence of my parents and elders before going ahead with this episode. Thank you for your time. Let's get to it. So the first proverb I have here says, Bojo ewure bakbe, aniko songtalak patali fongshe. So when a goat's day to die arrives, the goat will say there is nothing a butcher can do to it. When a goat's day to die arrives, the goat will say there is nothing a butcher can do to it. So this basically talks about how an animal that doesn't realize it's its time is up still continues to boast that it's untouchable no butcher can touch him there's nothing a butcher can do because after all over the years the butcher has left him alone not realizing that that's the last statement he will make so this basically means people that don't recognize and eat danger they are basically toying with their demise. And we see this almost everywhere at work, in the family, and so on. There are people who continue to misbehave, thinking they are untouchable. They would always find a way out of their troubles, their cursing, and so on, not realizing that one of those days that they are boasting could very well be the last time they boast, either because they are going to jail or they are going to meet some sad outcome or whatever the case may be. So people that keep thinking they would get away with whatever it is they are doing, one of those days will be the last time they would do that thing and then get into some kind of permanent trouble, so to speak. When a goat's day to die arrives, it says there is nothing a butcher can do to it. The second proverb I have here says, Bolonro shienini baba, afi inyoju shebiagba. If God has not blessed someone with children, then the person strives to act like an elder. Bolonro shienini baba, 
If God has not blessed someone to have children, then that person continues to strive to act like an elder. So this basically means even if we are not yet in a position of influence, in a position of authority, then we should still, regardless, act responsibly. So if in the family there's young adults striving to hold some position of authority, the positions that are traditionally reserved for parents within the family, simply because their parents, they are seen to have achieved that status of a wise person simply because of their position as a parent, that shouldn't prevent the young adults from still taking responsibility for certain things because it could very well be that them taking initiative is what would prepare them for that forthcoming fatherhood, motherhood, and so on. Tying this into the workplace, we have individual members of the team managers, senior managers, and so on. Regardless of whether someone is a manager or not, that shouldn't prevent the person from taking on responsibilities to prepare the person for that managerial position. And even among friends, among siblings, among couples and extended family members, we should always strive to act responsibly, whether we currently occupy a position of responsibility or not. Bolon Roshienini Baba Afi Yoju Shebiakba. If God has not blessed someone to be a parent, one strives to act like an elder. So the third proverb I have says Bomodiba Feshiagba If a young person attempts to act like an elder his age will stop him. So this is not exactly um, in opposition to the second proverb that talks about striving to become an elder. This one talks about if a young person attempts to act like an elder, his age will stop him. If a young person attempts to act like an elder, his age will stop him. So the previous previous proverb talks about even if we are not yet in a position of influence or authority, we should still strive to act responsibly. This is different from acting like an elder because we all know with age comes experience. That experience is something that cannot be bought anywhere. You cannot just pick it up from a shelf. So acting responsibly according to the young person's age, is even knowing that, okay, I'm not yet an elder, but there are still things I can take care of as a young 20-something, 30-something, 40-something-year-old, rather than trying to act like an elder where we clearly don't have that elderly experience yet. So in other words, the Yoruba culture recognizes the role of authority, the role of influence, and so on. Elders should act like elders. 
the younger ones should act like younger ones. But regardless, there are still responsibilities that the younger ones can take care of that would not portray them as attempting to act like elders. So, Bomodeba Feshishiagba, or Joe Ririo Nije. On the other hand, Bolon Roshia Nini Baba, Afin Yojushe Biagba. If a young person attempts to act like an elder, his age will stop him. On the other hand, if God has not blessed you to become a parent, regardless, we should still strive to act responsibly. So the fourth proverb I have is Bomodin Leri Bebe Tiko Nibaba Tibaba Lanche. If a child brags a lot but has no father or no father figure, then one acts the part of a father to the bragging child. Bomodin Leri Bebe Tiko Nibaba Tibaba Lanche. If a child brags a lot, acts arrogantly, pompous, prideful. But this bragging child has no father or no father figure. Then the nearest elder would take on the role of a father to this braggado child. So in other words, we shouldn't deal too harshly with people who don't have anyone to direct or guide them. On the other hand, we should be willing and ready to step in and act as a role of a guidance to this person who clearly is misguided, who maybe has temporarily lost his or her way. And like I mentioned in the previous episode, the Yoruba culture is a culture that is family-oriented. At any point in time, there are multiple adults ready to step in to correct a wayward child, to discipline a wayward child, even before notifying the child's parents. Maybe they are off to the farm or to the market or whatever the case may be. That child would already be corrected before the child's parents even know what's going on. Bomodin Leri Bebe Tiko Nibaba if a child brags a lot but has no father, one acts the part of a father to the bragging child. So the last proverb I have for episode 38 says, Be o young kolon, be shangon jolaye, koni burufun baba, kolo dawo mo unlon. Even if the goddess oya sings in heaven and the god Shango dances on earth. Matters cannot be so bad for the father that he will now say it is up to his dead child in heaven. So this one, I would say it again, it's a complex proverb. Bi oya ko lorun bi shango njolaye koni burufun baba kolo dowo mo lorun even if the goddess Oya is singing in heaven and the god Shango is dancing on earth, matters cannot be so bad for the father that he will say it is up to his dead child in heaven. 
So a little context is needed here. In Yoruba culture, there are deities, gods and goddesses, who are in charge of different things from thunder to agriculture to love to peace and war and so on. There is the god of the moon, the god of the sun. There is the overall god that leads all the other gods and goddesses and so on and so forth. So now, the goddess Oya, I believe, is in charge of fertility, if I'm recalling correctly. Or I think it's either fertility or agriculture. I'm not sure. And then the goddess Oya has a husband who is the god Shango. The Shango god is in charge of thunder. So this proverb is now saying if the wife, the goddess Oya, is singing in heaven and the god Shango is dancing on earth. So basically saying the two of them basically watching over each other, the one in heaven is singing for the one on earth to dance. Some kind of prosperity linkage, um, communication between them because they're a couple. The goddess is singing in heaven and the, the husband, the god, is dancing on earth. So if that's the case, then applying that analogy to a mere mortal on earth whose child passed away. So comparing himself, this father, with a dead child who passed away, that father cannot exactly compare himself to the deities who have some kind of linkage. One is in heaven and the spouse of that goddess is on earth. The wife is singing for the husband to dance on earth. So now this proverb is saying that comparison, that analogy is not applicable to a mere mortal who has a dead child in heaven saying his dead child is watching over him. So basically saying if gods are doing things that gods and goddesses do, that does not apply to mere mortals because we don't expect mortals to be like gods and goddesses. So the goddess in heaven is singing for her husband on earth and things are working out for them. That does not imply that a father who has a dead child in heaven would be looking after him. So I'll take the proverb again. Be your young kolorun, be shongonjolaye, koni burufun baba, kolo dawo omo unlorun. Even if the goddess Oya sings in heaven and the god Shango dances on earth, matters cannot be so bad for the father that he will now say it is up to his dead child in heaven to take care of it. So the basic meaning for this that I can come up with closest enough is that even when suffering, we shouldn't disgrace ourselves by claiming that a dead relative is looking after us. Ultimately, 
humans that are left on earth should take responsibility to resolve the issues they are facing on earth. It's only deities, gods and goddesses, that can claim that supernatural connection, at least as far as we know, as mere mortals. On the other hand, humans should rely on God and the deities they believe in to be that linkage for them, rather than relying on their dead relatives to help them solve problems. So this has some elements of religion and who you believe in, who you expect to communicate with to solve your problems. Deities can do that for each other. Humans shouldn't rely on their dead relatives to fix things for them. Rather, you should rely on God and everything else you believe in to take care of you during your suffering so that you won't basically disgrace yourself by comparing yourself to deities, to gods and goddesses. So that's the closest I can come up with this um, particular proverb. Um, let me know in the email um, or any other methods of communicating what you think about this particular proverb. Be your young kolonu, be shongonjolaye, koni burufun baba, kolo dawa so that's all I have for this episode 38 of the Yoruba Proverbs podcast. Thanks for listening. The Yoruba Proverbs podcast is produced by Sunshine Media in association with Alowale Productions. Audio engineering and graphic design by Bidemi Ologunde. Senior producer, Bidemi Ologunde. Executive producers, Olufolani Ologunde and Tobulaba Ologunde. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the Yoruba Proverbs podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please share the show with anyone that you think might benefit from it. For questions, comments, or any suggestions, please send an email to bidemi at bidemiologunde.com. Please remember to leave a review for the podcast if you find it valuable and your platform allows you to do so. Thank you for your time. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.